Welcome, I'm Doug Morgan, and you're listening to Uncommon Sense, where we hunt for the truth in the topics you're not supposed to talk about, Christianity and politics. When I was growing up, one of my best friends lived right across the street, and his older brother decided to go into the military. One day, a couple of guys knocked on our door (laughs) and uh, interviewed my parents about this individual. What they were doing is they were asking a lot of questions in regards to things that he had done growing up or you know, the stances he had taken as a high schooler and just a lot of personal type of questions. What was happening was he was being uh, basically given a security clearance, but he that couldn't happen until a full investigation into his background had been done. And it was a thorough investigation. So uh, what this taught me was that a security clearance is a really big deal because we don't want people working in our government that are assets for a foreign power. They are, um, you know, helping other countries to, to see the demise of our own. The vice president elect, when they are sworn in, repeats the same oath of office used since 1884 as senators, representatives, and and other federal employees, they swear this, quote, I do solemnly swear or affirm that I will support and defend the Constitution of the United States against all enemies, foreign and domestic, that I will bear true faith and allegiance to the same, that I take this obligation freely without any mental reservation or purpose of evasion, and that I will well and fully discharge the duties of the office on which I'm about to enter. So help me God. That's what they say. And it is a pledge and it is an oath that they take and and hopefully seriously in order to say that I am for the country, the American, the United States of America, and no other entity. The president-elect recites the following oath. In accordance with Article 2 and Section 1 of the U.S. Constitution, he's, he recites this, quote, I do solemnly swear or affirm that I will faithfully execute the office of President of the United States, and I will, to the best of my ability, preserve, protect, and defend the Constitution of the United States. Now, this podcast has chronicled different conflicts of interest that the President, Joe Biden, and his family have had over the years. And In the last week, though, some real details have come to light, and they are very disturbing. We are going to talk about these new revelations and what is happening because of them 
today I am going to just try to make this as understandable as possible. Um, We are going to go through a number of conflicts of interest that the Biden family has had with China. Now, many of these things come out of a new book by Peter Schweitzer, and it's he's the author um, of Red-Handed, How American Elites uh, Get Rich Helping China Win, and, and, and of course, other um, sources as well, including uh, Senate hearings and that type of thing. But uh, here's what Peter Schweitzer says in his new book. He says, for those wondering why Joe Biden is so soft on China, consider this never-before-reported revelation. The Biden family has done five deals in China, totaling some $31 million, yes, $31 million arranged by individuals with direct ties to China and Chinese intelligence. Some reaching the very top of China's spy agency. Now, this is this is serious. Indeed, every known deal that the Biden family enjoyed with Beijing was reached courtesy of individuals with spy ties. And Joe Biden personally benefited from his family's foreign deals. What are these deals? Well, and... and 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 really, who are the individuals who made them happen for the Bidens? Well, here then are a few key facts about the Biden family's five million plus deals with individuals in bed with the with the Chinese intelligence. Deal number one: Bohai Harvest RST. This deal paid out an estimated $20 million. In 2018, I was the first to report, he says here, on Hunter Biden's involvement with a Chinese investment fund called Bohai Harvest RST, or I guess they're, they're also known as BHR. Hunter even introduced his dad to a company executive in December of 2013 when father and son flew to Beijing on Air Force Two. In October of 2019, Hunter Biden's lawyer, George um, uh, Masiris, said that Hunter would be resigning from the BHR board without receiving any return on his investment or uh, shareholder distributions. What Team Biden failed to address was the fact that Hunter Biden still owned a stake in the investment fund. In fact, that stake is said to be 10%. So when it was first reported on Hunter Biden's China ties in 2018, Team Biden denied that they existed. Then they absurdly claimed that his stake in BHR and, and the investment fund was only $420,000, $420,000. Steve Ka- Kaplan, who conducts research on issues in 
in private equity, venture capital, you know, entrepreneurial finance, corporate governance, and corporate finance at, at the University of Chicago uh, Booth School of Business, said a, a private equity fund with $2 billion under management will typically generate fees over its life of hundreds of millions of dollars. Quote, it is difficult to imagine, if not incomprehensible, that a 10% stake in those economics is is worth only 420K. Kaplan said in an email that, quote, the distinction they appear to be making is they capitalized the, the management company with $4.2 million, even if the fund manages $2 billion. The value of that management company is likely far in excess of $4.2 million if they are managing $2 billion. And Kaplan pointed to two large publicly traded private equity firms for reference, both of which have a market value of 10% of, of the assets under their management. Using that as a rough guide, that would put the value of Hunter Biden's share closer to $20 million. Now, two months ago, Hunter Biden's lawyers said that he sold his equity stake. They, they have not disclosed, though, how much he made from that. So even that on top of the $20 million. But courtesy of the Hunter Biden's emails on his abandoned laptop, thank you for that, we now know two of the key individuals who made that deal happen. And at the time, they had close ties to the very top of the Chinese intelligence apparatus, a Chinese tycoon named Che Feng, he's also known aka as the super chairman, played a key role in getting the deal going by introducing Hunter and his partners to large Chinese state-backed investment funds. Hunter saw a big payday, as he wrote in one of his emails to business partner um, Devin Archer, quote, I don't believe in lottery tickets anymore, but I do believe in the super chairman. I think the sky is the limit, unquote. Now, who is this super chairman? Well, at one time, he was business partners with the then vice minister for state security in China, which, of course, is China's KGB. This man was reportedly the director of the ministry's number eight bureau, which targeted foreigners with its intelligence apparatus, including reporters and diplomats and businessmen and that type of thing. It was also reported that he oversaw intelligence operations in North America. Another key figure in putting this investment deal together was Zhao Zhengzheng, who, a.k.a. Henry Zhao. And he is of the Harvest Fund Management. Now, Zhao is a Communist Party official. The, the mission of our party is to bring happiness to people and to revive the nation for people, is what he is, he is on record as saying. But more troubling, Zhao was at the time business partners with Zhai Ling. That's the, the daughter of the former minister of state security. In short, 
he was in charge of espionage, domestic and overseas intelligence work for, for China. Xi was famous during his tenure for developing China's, quote, deep water fish, deep water fish, which it, its strategy of, of developing thousands of special agents on foreign soil. Zhao was also a key figure for Biden uh, and, and, his, and his prospects in China. His, his fund um, participated in, in BHR, where Hunter Biden received a board seat. And, and what was his prerequisite for that? Nothing. The business that he co-founded with um, Jai at, at Harvest Global Investments also figures into deal number two. So that's just deal number one. Deal number two is Burnham Asset Management, and that had a payout of $5 million. Hunter Biden had another company called Burnham Asset Management, according to court documents filed by disgruntled investors of Harvest Global. And uh, and they, they uh, said that Harvest Global wired um, Burnham $5 million. The purpose of this payment is still a bit unclear, but it may have been intended as an investment in Hunter's business. According to emails obtained from, again, Hunter Biden's laptop, thank you very much, Zhao may have sent um, sent even, even more money than that. Um, quote, Henry retains, commi- uh, remains committed to also making something work with myself and Hunter outside of Burnham, uh, matter as I mentioned before. Business partner James Bulger wrote this. He said, he has a few interesting ideas. <laughs> Zhao had suggested to Hunter and his business partners that he would structure a deal they estimated would be putting money directly into our pockets, as he wrote. Deal number three, Hunter teams up with China's Dragonhead. The payout on that was actually only 188000 maybe. So that, that's what we know of. Hunter Biden had, uh, had co-founded a firm called Rosemont Realty. And as early as 2011, he was looking for a Chinese buyer. Now, Rosemont Realty owns commercial buildings all across the United States, and he had little luck initially in trying to sell this. But when he and his partners received an unsolicited offer from a Hong Kong-based firm uh, called Gemini Investments to buy the firm, well, they jumped on it. What is Gemini? Well, the company is controlled by something then called uh, Shino Ocean Land, which was also um, also chaired by the head of China Ocean Shipping uh, Corporations. You may have seen uh, those uh, shipping containers that are called Costco, not Costco, but Costco, C-O-S-C-O. Um, that's who owned Gemini. Jap- uh, Japanese government agencies report that uh, Jap- uh, Chinese intelligence services are closely linked with Costco. Uh, some scholars in the West refer to Costco as the fifth arm of the Chinese Navy. For his part, <laughs> President Xi Jinping has called the company the dragon's head for China. 
because of his strategic activities uh, in Europe. Now, Hunter worked even more closely with Costco in the attempt uh, to buy the Greek uh, National Railway. Uh, how, how much was Hunter Biden um, making from the Chinese deal that, that took over Rosemont Realty? Well, it's impossible to know at this point anyway. But emails reveal a, a, at least one payment of approximately $188,000 from Rosemont Realty to Hunter Biden. Now, he also re, um, retained his stake in the company after the Chinese leadership took over. So even though it was sold, he, re, he retained his stake in the company. Deal number four, CEFC. China Energy. This deal had a payout of $6 million. Uh, Yi Jinping, a a wealthy Chinese businessman and the head of CEFC, China Energy, provided $6 million to the Biden family, according to a Senate investigation into Hunter's activities. In early 2017, one month after his father left office as vice president, Hunter Biden worked for Yi as a counselor and advisor, and Joe Biden's brother James received some of the funds that Yi transferred to Hunter. Five million came in the form of a forgivable interest-free loan. How'd you like that? How'd you like a $5 million forgivable interest-free loan? Ethically, a loan is actually worse than a cash gift for a politician's family because the loan giver can always demand their money back in in the receipt of, of funds, um, and and it's not you know they they have to they have a, a string attached to you. In other words, who exactly is Yi? Well, he once served in a leadership position within the China Association for International Friendly Contact, which is funded directly by the Chinese military intelligence. <laughs> Oh, man. CEFC's uh, corporate documents confirm its self-perceived role in the advancing China's national energy strategy. Yi close uh, close relationship with both the Chinese military intelligence apparatus and the government cannot be overstated. And deal number five, CEFC's Patrick Ho. This was a payout deal of $1 million. Hunter Biden received even more money in his relationship with CEFC and Yi Jingming. In 2017, one of Yi's uh, top lieutenants, uh, Patrick Ho, was arrested on bribery charges by the FBI for offering money to African officials in exchange for energy deals. He immediately called James Biden. He immediately called James Biden, Joe Biden's brother, looking for, you guessed it, Hunter Biden. Hunter was soon hired by CEFC to be Patrick Ho's defense attorney, despite his little experience in crime defense. So why would he call, do you think? CEFC paid Hunter a million-dollar fee, and Hunter referred uh, to Patrick Ho as the Effing spy chief of China is what he called him, according to a leaked audio retained by Clear Politics, Real Clear Politics. These deals 
are disturbing enough and are exacerbated by the fact that every one of them was made possible by an individual with ties that sometimes went to the highest levels of the Chinese intelligence agency. But there is also that curious fact that in 2014, Hunter Biden took an unusual step of telling the Secret Service that he did not want protection when he traveled overseas. The request happened shortly after he began securing deals in Beijing. And and I will say that that's not just one of those things like, oh, you know what, you don't have to follow me today. They will. You have to really put up a big fuss. It's a really big to-do when you're in that position to not have the, uh, security with you, particularly when you're overseas. So this was a major deal. Money that Hunter Biden received from his overseas deals flowed to over mem- uh, to other members of the Biden family. Joe Biden's brother James received over one million dollars originating from the spy connected Yi, according to the U.S. Senate investigation. And Joe Biden benefited too. There's no doubt. In a text to his daughter, Hunter Biden uh, insinuated that he was giving half his salary to Pop. This was more than a hyperbole. Definitely, email records back him up with uh, to the extent that they show Hunter's business uh, paying some of the, of his father's bills while he was vice president of the United States. This means that Joe Biden benefited from these financial deals that happened courtesy of executives linked to the Chinese spies. Americans deserve answers as to why the Bidens received some $31 million and and what promises or influences were bought with that money. Now, if Washington is to restore what's left of its credibility, if it has any at all, Congress must launch wide-ranging and serious investigations into the Biden family's China cash haul, and the, the um, result of uh, that 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 it's had on national security and the implications thereof. And and though I want to also bring you a bit of maybe even good news, and it looks like there may be an investigation, maybe from neonnettle.com. Uh, Biden's family uh, bank records have been subpoenaed by a grand jury. A grand jury in China ties investigation. This this is uh, from Jay Greenberg, and it uh, came out just on the 31st of January. Said the bank records of Democrat Joe Biden's son and brother have been subpoenaed by a grand jury as part of a criminal investigation into the family's business connections with China. The subpoenas have revealed that a criminal IRS investigation secretly conveyed a grand jury under President Donald Trump as far back as May of 2019. However, the existence of the grand jury probe was only just emerged, has only just emerged, after, after a copy of the confidential subpoena served to J.P. Morgan Chase Bank was leaked. The U.S. Attorney Office in Delaware issued the subpoenas as part of a criminal probe in Joe Biden, Biden's son, Hunter Biden, and his associates. The subpoenas also seeks bank records uh, of Joe Biden's brother, James Biden. The document appears to be the first time another Biden family member has been named in connection with the investigation. 
The subpoena was obtained by Breitbart News. The document specifically demanded information on related transactions between the, the bank, J.P. Morgan Chase Bank, which the documents called Correspondent Bank, <laughs> and the Bank of China, which is the do, which what the documents call the Originating or Beneficiary Bank. The subpoena dated May 20 of 2019 compels J.P. Morgan Chase Bank to appear in U.S. District Court in Delaware. It says, quote, you are demanded to appear in this United States District Court at the time, date, and place to testify there uh, before the court's grand jury. The document and subpoena to J.P. Morgan Chase Bank's subpoena um, processing office based in, in Indianapolis says, when you arrive, you must remain at the court until a judge or court officer allows you to leave. The documents listed in the courtroom in um, which the court the, the courtroom was in the J. Um, Caleb Boggs Federal Building in, in Wilmington, uh, Delaware, is the location that J.P. Morgan Chase bank officials were to um, you know go ahead and and uh, show up at on June 25th of 2019. Now it also says you must also bring with you the following documents: electronically stored information or objects. The document continues uh, with um, that that there is an attachment A, which lists out exactly what the mega bank needed to provide to the court, and the the document just had all kinds of of things in there as far as all the different um, companies that Hunter has has been a part of uh, and owned, and and the Biden Biden family uh, has has had a stake in. Uh, it, it just, it, it, it's really pretty thorough when you read down through it. Uh, an accompanying letter, uh, David C. Weiss, the U S attorney for the district of Delaware to JP Morgan Chase bank officials specifies that federal law makes it a federal crime for an officer of a federal institution to notify either directly or indirectly. Um, and, and basically what, what they're, what they're tr- trying to say is we need to keep this under wraps. So you as a bank, you cannot tell the Bidens what's going on here. Um, they really wanted it to stay under wraps. And at the time, it was reported by Fox News and CNN that the investigation began in 2018. And it was looking into whether Hunter and his business associates violated tax and money laundering laws. Um, reported by CNN at the time, uh, they said that the probe was focused on Hunter's um, uh, in engagements in China and other c- countries and transactions with people who possessed counterintelligence concerns. <laughs> you think? <laughs> the, the federal investigation into Hunter's tax affairs was reported by, on Fox News, and, um, and and it had been been moving forward until it was put on hold. And why? Because of the national presidential election. Now that's kind of interesting, isn't it? Um, and and the question remains also why Bill Barr directly intervened to ensure that the U.S. attorney um, in in Delaware investigation into Joe's family was kept from the public for over seventeen months after the election, as the pre- as previously reported um, that that both David Weiss and Bill Barr had a, a hand in 
stalling this particular investigation. Now, I will say this. When I held elected office, I had to recuse myself from any debate or um, anything that, that had potential of affecting either me or my family. And if there was something that even had bad optics, let's say, I would not participate in that vote or even even debate at times. This was to show that that I had no conflict of interest in, in any way with what was being decided. I was following the letter of the law and being fully transparent. This is not what the Bidens have been doing. They have profited off of their positions, well, namely off of Joe Biden's positions. And Joe and his family are beholden to China. Now, I have called Joe Biden in the past, I've called him the puppet president because others are pulling his strings. It's it's just obvious. He is not the one in control. He's just a puppet. And now, now we know who controls at least one of those strings. So, and that's China. And that is very, very concerning. Uh, this, this is very serious stuff. And I know it gets a little bit deep in the weeds. I hope I was able to make it uh, somewhat understandable. Um, but it's definitely something that's going to hopefully come even more in, into light as uh, the investigation does continue, as it has been um, you know, it was put on hold and it has what looks like now, uh, continued now with him as president, we'll see how far it goes, but, um, this is something that we need to definitely, uh, keep a watch out for. Now you may agree with that. You may not agree with any of this. would definitely love to hear from you on it. And you can always do that at uncommonsensepodcast.com. Thank you very much for listening. This podcast is a production of Morganite Communications.